go. Hey everyone, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and you are? Christopher. And he is Chris. And we are here to talk about some quarterbacks today. Um, everyone who tuned into our last episode, uh, downloaded it and listened. I mean, uh, we're not we're not on the radio, but whatever. Um, we did some uh, preseason top 24 and how those guys ended up. And now we're going to do our top 12 quarterbacks of how they, not ours, but how t- quarterbacks finished on the year. Right? Absolutely. I'm excited, man. And I would like to have a disclaimer that we did do this show once already and we had some technical difficulties. So we're a week late and <laughs> we're doing it again and deal with it. <laughs> uh, also, yeah. And, and, and also um, not everyone's, especially with quarterbacks, lead, leagues can really vary in scoring. So sometimes, you know, you're like, you might have a four points per touchdown league or a six point. We, I believe, are doing this based on a five-point, and it's slightly different than some other leagues that we're in. So it might be a little bit different league to league and everything, but this is how we're – this is the, the list we ended up with. So in this format that we pulled all these names from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How are you it's doing? pretty today, universal Chris? format. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, cool. Yeah. You know, I'm excited about uh, about the show, about uh, – about the uh, information we have on the players, about uh, the new scenes we've got. Uh, yeah. Excited. I'm excited to uh, see the Browns just get walloped by the Chiefs yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing this on a Sunday. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy. They're, I love it that they're in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. yeah, they're not. They don't stay in the, they don't stay, stay in the snowball's chance, you know? I think I was Anyways. chatting the other day and somebody threw out the proverbial, you know, give us your Super Bowl picks. And I think, and I, and I, well, I know I went uh, Saints over Bills. So I'm still alive as of Sunday I'm doing, morning. <laughs> I'm doing Chiefs Packers with Packers winning it all. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Either of those teams. Any of those teams. Anyways. Anyways, I got some new comics on my wall here. Um, one I bought, one I had. Um, this one right here may interest you. It is Spider-Man number 400. Nice. Um, you can't really tell it because it's a special edition cover. And uh, over here, I have Silver Surfer number one from the the '80s relaunch of it, not the original '70s one. So yeah, whatever. But you know, I just I yeah, I just want to put some different they stuff look on awesome. the wall. They look awesome. Thank you. I'd like to get Thank more. You. I drew them myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like to get more decor going for sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah, those look awesome. I have a couple, uh, not not in that same type of frame, but a similar glass to glass pressed frame. Uh, nothing quite so rare or fancy like yours, but uh, Spider Man number one, uh, Todd McFarlane series from the nineties, because yeah. that's when I collected. <laughs> yeah, I mean these aren't super rare. They're, you know, maybe the maybe the the Thor like two thirty seven, uh, mm-hmm. two yeah two thirty seven up there, which is the first appearance of Beta Ray Bill, is probably worth more than both of these. But you know whatever. But they're your Anyways, faves. let's move on to these. Let's move on to these quarterbacks here. How about that? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, like I said, we have our top twelve quarterbacks, and uh, rankings may be a little different in league to league. But let's start off with our number one quarterback here. We got Mr. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. This dude really, really stepped up his game in the off season. Um, I mean, from like 2019 to the 2020 season, he's ended up with over 4,500 passing yards, 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. As you can see on the slide here, he had over 101 or or 102 uh, rushing attempts for 421 rushing yards and eight touchdowns. That's really good too. Yeah, it is. I mean, this that's that's the that's the thing with Josh Allen is he'll get you some rushing yards. That's the icing Pretty on good. the cake. Yeah, 4,500 six... yards, almost 40 uh, throw, uh, passing touchdowns, and eight on the ground. That's Yeah, that's that's a win-win yep, <laughs> in fantasy. That, and I believe he was drafted in the fourth round Is was his ADP. So, you know, it's still early for what we like to do with quarterbacks. But, sure. hey, man, I mean, you, you were happy with Josh Allen pretty much all season, except for that, that four-week time span. And I mean, he did face some bad teams and he wasn't very good. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. I did. I mean, put, he, uh, he, here he was he, just below 15 points per game in that four week time span. So, whatever. Yeah. You I got anything else to say a, about our number one quarterback here? 
Yeah, we had a couple of point uh, average difference for whatever reason. Maybe I was clicked on the wrong website, wrong scoring format. But uh, I, I, to yeah, your I point, think you were in the wrong scoring format. Yeah, to your point, weeks five through eight, I had 16.06. Uh, seemed to coincide with both running backs playing very badly. Uh, maybe some offensive line injuries going on. But I think big picture with Allen, we can chalk that up to some either injuries or bad offensive line play and uh, kind of just be real secure in knowing he's going to deliver year in and year out. Uh, he got him their first playoff win since 1995. Um, mm -hmm. He was behind only Rodgers and Watson in completion percentage at 0. .692. Nice. He just missed 70%. So he really impressed me with uh, what he can do with his arm this year. I was uh, had him pegged wrong. Yeah, most, most quarterbacks don't usually make that big of a jump in completion. He was at like 54% last year. Mm -hmm. He almost... 70 this year that's a huge huge jump and that's why at first i wasn't a believer in it i was just like this is a fluke those first four games you know whatever and then sure. you know and then i was like well here's the josh allen that we all thought he was or we all expected him to be and then he finished out the season he's finished out the season so strong yeah so exactly. to, to squash i, I all think those i doubts, think we can yeah. i think we can count on it again next year too and they were saying yesterday um, against the Ravens that he did really put in a lot of offseason work into trying to fix his accuracy issues. So mm -hmm. that's, mm -hmm. that's awesome. That's the thing I like to hear. I like, I like to hear that sort of thing and not just, Oh, this is weird. You know, out of nowhere, like he's like, I'm like, yeah. Let's hope it's coming out of, uh, coming out of Bill's camp. Yeah, for sure. Yep. yep. Let's move on to our number two guy. How about that? Absolutely. Cool. Our number two guy is Mr. Kyler Murray. Number two on our list and number one in Chris's heart. Why don't you talk about <laughs> Kyler Murray here? Uh, well, as uh, as the slide shows us, uh, the statistics are uh, very good. Interceptions are a little high, but he's still young. Uh, it's 12 interceptions, 3,971 yards, 26 passing, passing touchdowns. But as we kind of touched on with Josh Allen, uh, the things you uh, get on the ground with Kyler are uh, really what separates him. Um, especially when you have 11 rushing touchdowns. Now, those will vary from year to year. Those are hard to predict in terms of what the quarterback is going to do on the ground with rushing touchdowns. 811 yards is a little more predictable, but we've also seen Russell Wilson kind of diminish in that area, depending on Pete Carroll's kind of, I don't know, <laughs> whatever he decides to do. Um, I absolutely love watching him play football. Uh, that's coming from a University of Texas and a Baylor fan. So, you know, there was bias against him when he was playing in school. Uh, he's something special, and he's showing us that not only is he vastly superior to Baker, he might be the best quarterback in Oklahoma history. Although, hey, Baker's the one in the playoffs. Um, he's been paired with the perfect coaching staff to maximize his fantasy potential. Not that that's why they did it, but it sure helps us out when you start talking about the volume that you're going to see every week. Uh, they spread it out three and four wideouts, um, and they hurry it up. Uh, quite a bit so that's what i like about him in fantasy terms and again i just i love watching the guy play football uh in terms of rushing touchdowns remember allen was tied for third with eight yeah how about 11 uh, we already touched on that uh only second only to lamar in rushing yards that's no surprise at 811 rushing yards uh i'd like to see uh the, him limit the interceptions like i touched on earlier and maybe crest that 30 passing touchdowns mark in the coming seasons uh, for fantasy purposes. But that's what I've got on uh, Mr. Kyler Murray. Um, let the record show that I am not the Kyler Murray fan of this group. Um, I don't think he's very good. I I mean, he's, you know, he's played okay, but he's also had some bad games. Um, certainly against New England in week 12, he only scored 8.9 points. And I mean, he has good, like, uh, you know, he's at almost 24 and a half points per game great i just i'm not a believer man i really and and like i know the numbers say different and everything i just don't i don't know i i feel like there's times that he just he's not seeing the field properly and and maybe it's just because he's on the shorter side i don't know i, I really don't know maybe he'll fix all that i mean this is what only his sophomore season right yeah yeah I think one yeah, of his... so maybe, maybe maybe he'll get better next year, you know, and maybe I, and I'm willing to be wrong on it too, and because I feel like Kyler, you're gonna have to take him fourth round, maybe, you know, like he, yeah, I mean... yeah, that'll be a theme in today's show. You'll hear me and Josh often mention, you know, pump the brakes on the value of this guy because again, we're talking about twelve quarterbacks here. Uh, we like to wait yeah. on quarterbacks, but 
to your point, Josh, one of his de- uh, negatives, one of his detractions was uh, coming out was size. And that's why people kind of were. He's really short. Their uh, jaws were agape when he went 101, I guess, is what I'm saying. So and there's still that to be that discussion to be had for sure, because sometimes you just can't do anything about the what, what God gave you. Uh, and he is, you know, 5'8", five, 5'10", five, whatever he may be. Um, but I think he runs smart like Russell. Um, All right, that's cool. You know, guy like let's, Josh let's, Allen let's, let's doesn't move, have let's to worry move about on, that. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I, I mistakenly let you gush over Kyler Murray. Uh, <laughs> Gushing over Kyler Murray is never Not a mistake. But let's move on. <laughs> uh, um, let's move on to our number three guy. Number three uh, is Aaron Rodgers here. We got Aaron Rodgers. He averaged 24 points per game. He only had one game this season that was lower. That was below 18 points. Which is which is pretty good, and uh, and that was his his really bad week six game against the Bucks. He only scored five point eight points. He's but he, on the flip side of that, he only topped thirty points twice. So like he didn't have those explosion games like Josh Allen or Kyler Murray all that often. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, 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 he was just freaking consistent week to week. He was getting you usually like twenty two to twenty seven points per week, which is. It, great that's great and for a guy that his 80 he was 10th round i mean he was undrafted in in the keeper league that we're in together undrafted undrafted that's crazy i picked him off off the waiver wire after week mm. one now, now it's an iowa and there that's, might be some some biases there i don't know <laughs> i don't know because i mean like it's, it is I odd. Mean, most people in that league aren't i don't think there's any packers fans but still like, i think i took him in the 14th round in a 12 team league one quarterback yeah like yeah, that's like, like ridiculous. that's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be that way next year. Uh, I I kind of wonder if uh, just to kind of speculate, if Aaron Rodgers gets the MVP, like everyone's kind of talking, he will. If he gets the MVP and wins the Super Bowl, man, if I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd be like, I'm done. Drop Mike, walk out. No, I I mean I think it's something you always have to bring up with uh, that type of. Uh... When you're, I mean, when you're in a certain age, at a certain age, and and you're and you have the opportunity to go out on top, I think you always have to have that conversation. But no, I think he's got so many prime years ahead of him. I think we've seen I think Bra- so too, Brady, but... Breeze, and Peyton play till they're forty and past it, and Favre. Uh, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of wonder if the Packers just rubbed Aaron Rodgers wrong enough that maybe well, if he does go, maybe if he, right. maybe if he does get the MVP and he does win the Super Bowl, he's just mm-hmm. like. I, I mean, honestly, it don't get better than that. And at 38, you got a career ahead of you. He's going to be hosting Jeopardy when he's done with football this year. Oh, is that um, the, he's doing? A, oh, that's right. Yeah, he's he's doing a he's doing a guest host. We lost thing. Alex Trebek. That's right. God rest yeah. his soul. Yeah. Um, yeah. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Yeah. Um, no, outside football uh, interest outside of football would influence. I just a, a I just don't like I don't that, but I, I, I don't I, have much else to say about Rogers. I mean, everyone knows sure. that he's good. He had a down year last year, but. Hey man, whatever. I mean, forty-eight it touchdowns and only five interceptions. Year. He gets out of bed yeah. and throws forty touchdowns. It seemed like every Sunday we were tuning in. Uh, he's thrown three or four touchdowns, and Green Bay's letting off the pedal in the fourth quarter. You know, and he's already thrown three or four and and ran around untouched. Uh, this is a very good offense, and uh, uh, he's not necessarily the piece you want of that offense. More to come on that later. Uh, you know, in our shows, uh, but uh, he's he's going to play well um, for sure. I, yeah, and I think because of this year, he's going to have um, an inflated draft value next season. But yeah, you, you know I, he's not going to. But this is the type. This is the type of guy when you're drafting uh, next year, that next season I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the type type of value you're looking for is a guy in the tenth round that's going to end up potentially yes. being a top five quarterback. You want twenty twenty one Aaron like, Rodgers. You don't want. And like you don't want twenty twenty. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, you don't want 2019 Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Yeah, because you drafted him high and he and he busted on you. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want um you don't want you want 2019 Lamar Jackson, not 2020 Lamar Jackson. You know, the, yep. the guy that them. went in like the 13th round and exactly. was by far and away the number one scoring quarterback last year. Yep. So you want to find that value. Yeah. You want to find the next guy to break out, if you will. You or, want to or, or, or a guy with wanna... suppressed value like Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Let's move on to number four here. 
uh, our number four guy is Patrick Mahomes, of course. He um, wasn't quite the historic season that he had like two years ago when he had, what was it, 55 touchdowns. You know, he only had 38 this year, only six interceptions, a little over 4,700 yards. Um, you know, 63 rushing attempts. Most of those, I'm assuming, I'm assuming a lot of them were scrambles. The dude can run the ball. He will. He just sure. like I don't think they're really like since they especially since they gave him a giant contract they're probably not to run it, drawing up like running plays for him all that often. So yeah, yeah I don't really have much to say about Patrick Mahomes other than everyone knows he's great. He he'll go. He was I will say that he was drafted in the first round, which we do not advocate whatsoever. Nope. It, you know, and I mm-hmm. mean I know that there's people out there that'll be like, yeah, I got the number four quarterback on the season. In the, fourth round he definitely outscored guys around him you know like running backs and everything yeah but you can pick up a quarterback off the waiver wire and potentially get a you know a top eight week out of him you can't pick you usually can't pick up a running back off the waiver wire and be get a top eight running back off the waiver wire right it's not likely (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly exactly plus you plus you potentially have to i mean you usually have to fill two running back slots where you only have to fill one quarterback slot. I mean, unless it's super flex league, blah, blah, blah. But still, yeah, super flex league. Sure, take Mahomes in, in, in the first round. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, yeah. Because you're going to have to pay that price for sure. You're going to have one QB league. No, 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 no. I don't have, I don't really don't have anything else to say. Everyone knows he's great. I said that before, but still, I just, he's, he's, a, he's a really, really amazing real NFL quarterback. He's a terrible value in fantasy. Terrible value. That's, that's puts it in a nutshell. I just had that. He was uh, of the top. Uh, I believe I left out top five quarterbacks and passing touchdowns. He is one of two with single digit interceptions on the year. We just talked about the other one in Aaron Rodgers. So uh, in terms of splitting hairs in a super flex league, you know, maybe that's a helpful statistic, but yeah, value's not there. I'm sorry. What did you say that again? Uh, of the top five quarterbacks in oh, of the top touch, five. Okay, yeah, he is one of two with single digit interceptions in the top five. Mm-hmm. Yep, in single digit interceptions, he's one of two. Why don't you move on to the next slide, and I'll prove you wrong. Oh darn it! I do. I I do have of the top QBs in passing touchdowns, and I'm like that doesn't sound right. It should say top five, I think. And uh, why don't you go to the next slide? Our number five guy is Deshaun Watson, who has over, uh, despite what looked like a really bad receiving core, but despite losing DeAndre Hopkins, threw for over 4,800 yards, 33 touchdowns, and what? what's this? What? Seven interceptions. Hey, Chris, is, um, is seven a single-digit number? Last time I checked, it is. And um, isn't that a, a number five next to Deshaun Watson's name? I I think it was the top five in passing touchdowns, not top five in fantasy points. Oh, okay, okay. That, that's what I said. Okay, roll the tape back. <laughs> I I'm, I I don't want to. Um, I'm 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 right in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that's what that's what we're. Um, I have been up since like five thirty this morning too. So, right, uh, right. <laughs> it's, it's been a long day already. <laughs> it should have been a clear um, sentence to be fair, but yeah, I know that. I think I think we're good. Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so uh, he had over 400 rushing yards, which that's that seems a little low for Deshaun Watson, but I think he was just more of a pocket passer this season. And you know what? Like, look at his passing numbers. It kind of shows, you know, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. like Will Fuller really stepped up his game. Brandon Cooks was there to help out. When those guys, I didn't look at, I didn't, I don't think I have anything written down for his last few weeks, but yeah, when those guys seemed to fade, it was, uh, yeah. And this is a guy who is being very vocal about how he does not want to play for the Titans next season. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically, you, you, I always call them the Titans, the Texans. Oh, whoops. Uh, yeah. You mentioned at the, uh, top of the show, you're like, uh, FYI, we're re-recording this. So it's just ironic that now this past, what, probably day and a half at the most we've been talking uh, we've been talking it's uh, it's, it's been four or five days overall but yeah on, it's just on, gotten on worse this. and worse yeah so and, and he's one of those like correct me if i'm wrong I, he comes off as one of the nice guys in the nfl so i think he's of the type that really doesn't want to do this but he feels 
it's almost necessary to save his career. Uh, a couple of um, notes I had yeah. kind of touch on well, that. Well, uh, this is also, mm-hmm. also after their previous GM slash head coach, Bill O'Brien, like traded away DeAndre Hopkins. He, oh, he didn't yeah. want that. Yes, yes. Um, they essentially for a bag of balls and i'm sure the team likes i'm sure deshaun watson gets along fine with david johnson but he's just like why why did we we could have drafted a running back you know like why did we yeah just it's just it's just a team that is it's bad decision after bad decision and it's a team that has and like it's a front office that has let these bad decisions happen if i'm a texans fan i'm i'm worried i would be too i just don't know what team is going to do anything for deshaun watson they're, i mean they're going to be asking for two first round picks and they might they might get it i don't know um you know I, I think he has every right to be concerned i think he has a right to force this the franchise to do something and put some talent behind him he was behind only carson wentz at second in the league with 49 sacks and he's still completing 70 percent of his passes and he's still I mean, if it weren't for four wins, he'd be in the MVP conversation. We just talked about. Yep. It just, it, it it's a shame. It is the only word that comes to mind for me. And uh, but you know, we're a fantasy show, so in fantasy terms, he's he's going to be just fine. He's going to get the volume, assuming he plays. Uh, the only the only two teams the that I could see actually making a trade for him would be the Jets. I was just going to say Jets the is the first thing that comes to mind for me. Dolphins. The Jets or the Dolphins? No. And then send Tua along with their first, probably both of their first round well, picks. Okay, I, I will. I'll, I'll entertain this from the Miami point of view. But I don't want to go into dispar- like no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no agree point. or disagree. Agree that I'd do it if I was Miami. Uh, agree that they should try. I don't know. The if Jets, they probably would. Jets, Jets for sure. Or, yeah, yeah, we're on the same page there. Because they have the first overall pick, and they'll dangle that as or no, they don't. The, the Jags Jacksonville, do. Jacksonville, and they have Urban Meyer. Hey, I mean, he didn't coach Urban Meyer, but uh, Urban did Urban play against yeah, Deshaun? Anyway, let's let's anyway. let's let's save that for a different show. Right. right let's yeah. move on to number six here. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's great. Um, if he goes to Miami, I I don't know how I'd feel about it. I I would certainly like Preston Williams a lot. I don't know about Devontae Parker. Hmm. Not, not I'm not sold on that guy. Let's go. Let's move on to uh, number six and number two in your heart. There's a lot of numbers in my heart, I guess. Continue. A number a number six on our list and number two in Chris's heart is Russell Wilson. Why don't you talk about Russ here? Uh, we both we both love him, man. So go ahead. We're, you're not going to get really any disagreement. Right. Right. Uh. Well, they finally let Russell cook. Uh, mm-hmm. they did, didn't they? Um, uh, I guess Seattle likes to get conservative right before the playoffs because they kind of reined it in. Uh, you saw his volume numbers as production go down. Uh, you saw Lockett kind of become even more hit or miss. Uh, DK was still pretty dependable, uh, in those terms, but uh, but Lockett know, became more hit or miss because DK is the man. I mean, is the man exactly? That's what he I mean. Is, is it's DK's val- uh, DK DK's value didn't uh you know, didn't, didn't hit, take too big of a hit, but the, the team as a whole, the offense just kind of, like I said, got more conservative. Uh, I think, I think team, I think teams started to figure them out and yeah, there'd be that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, we saw historic pace before that, uh, only two rushing touchdowns, but over 500 rushing yards for Russell. Uh, we touched on earlier in the show. Uh, there's this set of QBs seems to be kind of the mold. Uh, they run smarter. They don't uh, try and go head first or do a helicopter over over the line. Uh, but uh, Russell has always been a smart runner, so you can depend on a little bit of a floor there. Uh, he's still going to be uh, valuable in fantasy terms, uh, but I don't know about where he's going to end up in ADP. I might start to well, this year. This year he was the third quarterback drafted. Is that six? At... Uh, no, it was. Let me see. There fourth, the beginning of the. The front yeah. half of the fourth round. It was at forty one point eight. Yeah, I'm definitely out on that. Six to eighth, maybe you can start having that discussion, but it's uh, not gonna go that low. Yeah, exactly. So uh but you know, in terms of how good of a player he is and what kind of production you can expect, uh I think you can expect another great season from him. Just keep an eye on that production late. because uh, if this trend continues, I don't know. We were really excited to see him cook at the beginning of the season and we saw historical NFL numbers, fantasy numbers and Kind of a sour taste left in our mouths, and this is coming from a Russell Wilson fan, uh, you know. 
So yeah, I think part of that part of that at the beginning of the season was I know Chris Carson wasn't hurt, what wasn't healthy at the beginning, and um, true, they, true. they they just, uh, this team really wants to run, and if they get a quarter or the, if they back. get a running back uh, that they really like that they hoped um, what was his name Rashad Penny was supposed to be, yep. you know, or Chris Carson is was supposed to be but who isn't. I'm you sorry, think, I'm just not Chris Carson over. We'll save they, that for a different show. Save sure, that for a different no, show. I was going to say, you think maybe this could, see- this could definitely go, they could definitely go back to what they were, not this past season, but the season before, which was more run first, throw right. second. Sooner and, in the season, if not the whole season, yeah. is what you're concerned about. And and I, I think exactly. I agree with you. And again, I'm not going to really have to make that decision because I'm not going to pay up to draft Russell Wilson. But Pretty two much. QBs could come up, or Superflex, I'm sorry, could could come up. We good? All right. Yeah. Let's move on to uh let's move on to number seven, which is number one B in your heart. See, I'm just making this stuff up now. Um <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Um hey Chris, do you know I mean we've did the, did not done the show already, but uh <laughs> do you know where he where he was drafted? Do you know what his ADP was? I can only guess in the double digits. Um you are would be right about that. That's kind and of a broad his guess. ADP sorry. was 128.6. That's the 13th round. Goodness. The, tw- the 28th quarterback drafted overall. 28th. That's in here's, the Aaron Rodgers here's neighborhood. Got, <laughs> uh, no, no. This was way after Aaron Rodgers. Here's um, a few quarterbacks that were drafted ahead of him. Derek Carr. Tua. Tua wasn't even named the starter yet. And Ryan Tannehill got drafted behind him. Drew Locke, Baker Mayfield, like the list goes on because you know there's like literally 27 other quarterbacks drafted ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what, yeah, yeah. He had a great why? Season, man. He's good. I mean, like I didn't believe in Ryan Tannehill because it was a small sample size, but I would have drafted him over those guys. Yeah, it, it just it's weird. The it's, only... It was a bizarre. It was a bizarre. Um, um, draft season for quarterbacks, I guess. I mean, outside of the, the like, you know, mm-hmm. Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, for Deshaun sure. Watson, Russell Wilson, it got really weird after that because it was just, yeah. Oh, and Lamar too, because everyone was taking Lamar super early. Um, I mean, he had a good season. He wasn't great, you know. It was mm-hmm. it was only thirty eight hundred uh, yards that he threw for. I mean, he did have seven rushing touchdowns, so that was interesting. That was, I think, that was a lot of that too. Was just part of that. I know that there was a few games where they would just fake it to Derrick Henry, and they, like on the goal line, and everyone, uh, like the entire defense, would like jump on that, and he just kind of scamper in, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. The the word that comes to mind for me is efficiency, because uh, he's on he's on an offense full of playmakers. So on one hand, that obviously helps him. On the other hand, you worry about volume occasionally with uh, with uh, Tennessee because of the bounce of how much they he, run the ball with Derrick Henry. He, he he won't have those low games, and it's the, usually his his mm-hmm. bad fantasy output games. Um, at least you know since he's been with with the Titans, aren't necessarily his play. It's just they don't need him to throw the ball that much because Derrick Henry is just running over people. Right, right. But we're getting in that territory where we are starting to talk about some values we might be looking at next year. He might get overblown, and he may not end up being the value that I hope, but a 33 passing touchdowns is nothing to sneeze at. He's on an offense full of playmakers. And I, th- I think that gives right. I think that gives him opportunities. Um, and I think uh, you know, I was looking at some statistics on PFF because I was working on some running back stuff, and uh, did you know he was sixth? In um, basically overall quarterback rating, I guess you call it offense. Is, yeah, is what the column um, says. But but what so, strikes me is how efficient he was on both pass and run ratings for them. Like it's just you can see him right. running forty yards up the middle untouched occasionally, and this offense yeah. makes you account for these playmakers, and he's a good fit. And that's uh, that's my that's all I have to say is uh, that's hey, the that's, story that's, is he's a good fit. That's what that's offense. what really counts, I guess, for football. Yeah. Um. I got nothing else to say about Mr. Tannehill here. How about we move on to number eight? Onward and upward. I love this picture that we have for Tom Brady here. Tom Brady is our number eight quarterback. And for those of you out there who don't know me, I do not like Tom Brady because he played for the Patriots forever. And it's not that I hate the Patriots, which I do. But and let me rephrase it. I strongly dislike them. Um, I'm a Colts fan, and they have denied the Colts of a couple of Super Bowls. So, hey, whatever. 
So Tom Brady pouting there. Yeah, love it. <laughs> 4,600 yards for him this season. I'm going to leave 40 it up touchdowns. a little longer. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, this is the stat I love. 30 attempts, 6 yards. Uh, you know Tom Brady's not going to run. He's not going to. Three touchdowns, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure those were super short considering that's six. I think the term rushing. is a lunge. It's not a Josh, it's not a I typo it's a either. Lunge. <laughs> it's not, it's it's seriously it's not a typo. I, I had to double check. I like did a double take I'm like six yards. Okay, Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> it's funny because I was just mentioning I could picture Tannehill a couple times every every week or so. Not a couple times every week, every couple of weeks just busting open like 40 yards and you're like wow he's fast oh yeah he used to play receiver and then we go to we go to brady and his lunges <laughs> oh, anyways great. i mean so uh, there was a um let me see here what what do we have for an adp on him um he was the 10th quarterback off the board and he was drafted in the ninth round so that's pretty appropriate um, I think he just went lower this se- this season. No one really knew exactly what was going to happen with him moving to Tampa Bay. Concern everyone about was age, excited for him. about new team. Sure. Yeah, he, everyone was uh, more hyped for his wide receivers. And, you know, 40 touchdowns, man, that is definitely nothing to sneeze at. Like, um, I, as much as I as much as I don't really like Tom Brady as he ended up being quite the value on a didn't personal he? level, you have to definitely respect that he has the ability to play quarterback in the nfl so yeah yeah that's about as that's about as as high a praise as i'm going to give tom brady and people who want to draft him like go ahead that's fine i he won't touch my teams for personal reasons and that's fine i'm okay with it so whatever i think next year we'll have to see how um his receiving core shakes out i have this weird feeling that maybe Chris Godwin might not be there. Hard to say. Maybe not Mike um, Evans. I, I think I don't think both of them are going to stay. I think I, that I don't team, think it would make sense long term for the team. Even even next year wouldn't kind of wouldn't make sense. Assuming you do get Antonio Brown back, and assuming you get him for a complete off season, uh, hopefully pandemic free, uh, or at least uh, more <laughs> of an open off season. Uh, I think he uh, Antonio Brown just gets better, and they might defer Maybe. to him more. I have this weird feeling that you're forgetting about Scotty Miller and I'm, I'm not joking. Like the dude is, he's probably the, like the fastest guy on the team. Well, considering Brown can play outside also. I mean, I could see yeah, him. And uh, I mean, Godwin could play outside the term? as well. Addition like everyone, by subtraction. everyone thought that Justin Jefferson was, was just a slot guy and, and same with Adam Thielen and they both thrived on the outside this season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's not unheard of that, guys that are quote-unquote slot receivers get moved mm-hmm. to the outside and, mm-hmm. and you know have success so you know i just think, saying. I, I uh, think you have to we're, get... we're not we're not talking about the wide receivers let's move on to number nine gotcha. unless you got something else to say about uh brady. just about uh about brady uh, i think it just showed uh his growing pains with the new offense and the new team and again uh for sure that's a, good, that's a good point abbreviated offense with those interceptions and that lower completion percentage so you can expect yeah. that to probably return to normal um yeah yeah that's it that's cool. all i got that was no that was a really good point yeah I, I think it'll be a little bit a little bit more smooth sailing for brady next year let's move on to number nine on our list which is justin herbert which is number one in your or, heart <laughs> uh no he's not number one in my heart but Hi. that's uh no oh okay no um number one in my heart is not on this list unfortunately um Justin Herbert, everyone knows the story on him. You know, he Tyrod Taylor got his lung punctured right before week the week two game, and Herbie came out and dude, he was phenomenal. Balled out. Um, everyone, everyone was kind of like doubting him and everything. And I mean, he threw for over forty three hundred yards. Like, I believe these are both records. Forty three hundred yards for a rookie is a record. Thirty one touchdowns is definitely a record for a rookie quarterback. Ten interceptions, but only ten hey, for a guy. For, I would for, be okay with rookie? like eighteen, dude. I would be okay with eight. If I'm a Chargers fan, and I just and he just put up a season like that in his rookie year, I'm okay with like eighteen interceptions, honestly, because they'll work on that. He'll work on that. I think. I think. But he's, 10? He, yeah, dude, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna great. be good. I think this is. I think Chargers fans should be really, really Excited. happy with what that. I I think even his coaching staff has to be kind of mildly shocked 
or the front office because they just fired their they fired their head coach. But like the front office has to be at least mildly surprised. Be like, it, we didn't some, expect this dude to be this good. Some you gotta give them credit. They're the ones who took him. They're the ones who picked him. But sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. You know. Yep. I mean, their yep. their front office did the work. They had him in the first round. You can't really argue against them. But you're right. It, it was kind of fortuitous. I, I I would tend to agree with you. And they should they should think uh, they should send the Miami Dolphins a thank you card. Just saying, thank you for taking Tua. So yeah, we they moved up, and... didn't they? Miami moved up to get Tua. No, they didn't. Oh, okay. Well, no. that situation could still, uh, we'll see. Could still bear itself out. I mean, I think it, it, obviously the winner right now would be Herbert and the Chargers, but their careers might be kind of, you know, looked at uh, uh, side by side as we go forward. Oh, that of course they will because it's mm-hmm. it's like uh, Marcus Mariota and uh, uh, Jameis. Jameis Winston mm-hmm. and you know, other quarterback. I mean, it happens all the time, man. Um, I don't, you know, as long as Herbert, you know, keeps it, gets his, uh, keeps his weapons more or less intact. I mean, he was doing good with, I can't remember the, uh, those, those, the number two or three, or I'm sorry, three and four guys and that wide receiver core, but right. he was good with those guys too. And kind of made him look okay. I mean, Mike Williams had a couple of good games without Keenan and they, Allen, and they remained somewhat competitive too. So, yeah, they I, their defense was really banged up and yeah. or terrible, yeah. and there was some bad um, play calling in some games, especially towards the end of some games, which is not exactly. I think there's some Herbert's bad time fault. management specifically with play calling. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yes. So yeah. Yep. Anyways, I had, I had well, one last thing before we moved get, on that, that touched yeah. on that exact point. Uh, he had a stretch where he averaged 13 and a half points week 12 through 14, but it was versus some very good defenses and Keenan and Allen. Uh-huh. Keenan Allen was in and out of the lineup. So yep. I just wanted to touch on that as far as this guy. Might They might lose Hunter Henry. Um, if they don't want, if they don't want to keep Mike Evans, they could certainly get rid of him. Mike Williams. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, but, I, but they definitely have Keenan Allen for next year. I'm guessing they're going to, I mean, it's Mike Williams fifth year deal. So yeah, he's cost a little bit more, but whatever. Fifth year option. You know? Yeah. First round. Yeah. Pick, wouldn't he? Sorry. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's move on to number mm-hmm. 10 here. Number 10 on our list and number, t- number t- zero in my, in my heart. Um, <laughs> It is Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry. I don't really, I really don't think Lamar Jackson is really all that great. The guy, he completed 64% of his passes this year, but which is really, that's, that's good. That's like sure. a little bit, that's right at, or a little bit above NFL average. He looked terrible doing it. He really, really did. I know some of it could be his receiving weapons and everything like that, but he mm-hmm. just didn't look in sync with any of his pass catching options this season and maybe it was just a, a a short off season because of the pandemic and everything and i know he had a thousand over a little over a thousand yards rushing mm-hmm. and, that, and that's what everyone wants out of lamar jackson but man what if this arm talent really doesn't pan out and he's just i don't know like there's okay so in baseball there's a thing where like say you're really good on defense, but you're not very good at the plate uh, to bat, sure. but your defense is so good that teams will keep you around despite having like, bes- besides not getting on base all that often or like vice versa, where your defense is really bad, but Dude. your bat is so good that they don't care. Baseball you know? is huge for role players, but, specialists, if you will. But mm-hmm. at some point, if you're not, if say your defense, your defensive skills dry up just a little bit, they're just gonna. They're just gonna be like, no, we're done with you. Like, no, yeah, expendable. we can't overlook these glaring problems anymore. I wonder if that's gonna happen with Lamar Jackson at some point. And they're talking about giving him an extension this off season. I think it's a huge mistake. I think it's a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. First of all, great analogy. I, I'd say. <laughs> I love the analogy. I really do. Um, yeah, I, think, I mean, well, like if, if he if he continues ahead. to not put up very good numbers with his arm. And if the rushing numbers don't, if he doesn't say he doesn't get a thousand yards next season, say he only gets like 600 and he only puts up 2,700 yards, mm-hmm. you know, through the air with 26 touchdowns, maybe that, that interception number jumps up to like 14. Yeah. Yeah. You're not no. looking at a very good quarterback there. Yeah. Again, I love the analogy. And I think what fans of Lamar 
fantasy drafters in general need to realize is your argument needs to be brought up. It needs to be some credence needs to be given to it. However, I am kind of on the other side of it in terms of, I think he showed us some things at the end of the year with his arm. Um, it's true. He did. And he did I also better. think, like I said, your analogy was great in terms of, I think the team realizes there are still some limitations there. And quite frankly, uh, probably will be there for a lot of his career. But I also think that there's room to work on things. I think they need to get some better. I weapons. think he came out like gangbusters in 2019. I think defense is adjusted in 2020. I think his, I think the bringing in of Dez kind of shows us something. Not that he's is a replacement for anybody, but, and I know he's obviously no longer an alpha, and he was very limited uh, types of snaps. Uh, but he's that big body type of guy. Like I would like to see Lamar with a true number one, if you will. I hate using that phrase because it feels like it's overused. But you know what I mean? A guy that's 6'2", 200 plus well, pounds. A, a true number one doesn't have to be that size. Look at Tyreek Hill. Yeah, like a Mike, uh, I'm sorry, Michael Thomas, just a big possession, kind of uh, don't have to be the most accurate quarterback in the world because I don't, while I don't think Lamar is cam bad when it comes to historical uh, inaccuracy, uh, no, historical I don't think inaccuracy, so but I also think you have a point that he's, you know, he's not, uh, he's not uh, Tom Brady or whatever you want to throw out there. I just think the team is still a very good team. I think the quarterback is still a very good great athlete and a great and and a good enough thrower of the ball and maybe just a little bit better than good enough uh is kind of where i lie so i I, i'm sorry i don't mean to split hairs there but that's where i'm at with lamar in big picture with fantasy again super flex you got to keep an eye on him especially if he does if his value i'm sorry if his adp does go down because of these concerns we talked about i i wonder where what his adp is going to be next year i don't think it's i don't think because of this season i don't know where I honestly have no idea where it's going to be. I mean, That's he was kind going of in the getting second at. round next year. I wonder if this is going to be more like a fifth or sixth round. And at least then, at that point, I can still start. too rich for me. But yeah, well, and it's going to be too rich same, for you because, like you more. said at the beginning of your argument, you said, "Listen, guys, I'm yeah, you're more or less out on him because you don't believe in him." Well, I'm, 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 I'm in for any quarterback, really. But I mean, uh, like, understood, that, the, understood. You're getting into more of the range of reasonability, you know, like. I agree. Fifth or sixth round is the fifth or sixth round is usually where I might start eyeing quarterbacks. I'm definitely not taking them there, Mm -hmm. but I'll start looking like as wide receiver running back talent starts to dry up. Tight end talent has already dried up at that point. I'm I'm with you. Sixth or eighth round. Yeah, I I start. I start really kind of eyeing quarterbacks. This is not a quarterback I would eye, but that's that's me. That's me personally. I got you. That's a personal um, opinion. Gotcha. So let's move on to number 11 here, which is a real shock. A real shock here. Um, It's touchdowns. Dang. 35. And, you know, and, you know, honestly, a lot of this is, I mean, there are some games where he had some down games. He, He did have a really bad game against the Colts. And that was his fault. But some of his down, some of his um, lesser points, in weeks is mainly just because of Dalvin Cook. You know, they were just ha- like hammering, hammering defenses with Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, crazy. yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins, 35, 35 touchdowns, like you said, man. I mean, you you can't, you can't argue with that. You got over 4,200 passing yards. A lot of this is the emergence of Justin Jefferson. Like it really helped out uh, mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins here. You know, Adam Thielen is great and everything, but, that that offense needed Justin Jefferson to step up and be couldn't agree more. Um, yeah. the, the, and be the, and be their next um, good a wide receiver on the field. And he totally did. He totally stepped up and then probably surpassed the, even the team's ex, um, expectations of him. I just I, I love Jeff, Justin Jefferson. I love Adam Thielen, and I think Kirk Cousins should definitely. People should not forget about him and what he did this season. And, and especially if you're a guy like me who likes to wait on quarterback. Yep. You know, Amen. I mean, usually I, usually I start looking at week one matchups for my, when I draft my quarterback, just to see what their week one matchup is. But if cousins draws someone like, I don't know, the jets or whatever, you yeah, know, in Dallas, week one, maybe. yeah, perfect, perfect. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I don't look at schedule too long beyond week one, but he has like, you know, but you're talking Detroit, about a double-digit round has, pick that's 
a borderline, I would say borderline, not mm-hmm. a throwaway pick, but it's kind of a throwaway pick. Like you're already looking sure. at week if, one. If be you, like, if you swing and miss and you, oh, you well, miss, 12th round, mm-hmm. you know, I, I yeah. took my guess at a week one 30 point game or something, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Good strategy. Um, I don't have much else to say about Kirk cousins. I mean, he's, uh, he's I just put he's that a fine it, quarterback it, him, him keeping interceptions down 13 is great for him. Honestly, uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm it, not even it. trying to be that funny. Like that's, that's decent. That's fine. I, I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, six, six passing touchdowns. Even though he's, even though he's number eleven on our list, he's still, you know, a good twenty some points behind. Well, I know what else I was going to say. You said, "Don't forget about him." That's what we do every single off season. Everybody forgets about Cousins, and look at him. Now he's going to be a value for sure. I like it. All right, let's move on to number twelve on our list. I love this. This is my favorite picture out of all of these. <laughs> it's number twelve got, is Matt Ryan. Hold on, I gotta. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had more hair. I could just. That's great. All right. We're just going to leave this up for the rest of the show. Thank you very much. That's Have a good great. night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and mic drop. Matt Ryan, great picture. <laughs> uh, he surprisingly had over 4,500 yards, uh, mm-hmm. only 26 touchdowns. Um, he had so He had some real problems this season. And it was a lack of Julio Jones. And you can say at the end of towards the end of the season when Julio was more or less done for the season, him and Calvin Ridley really started to click, but there are some games in there where you could look what, when Matt Ryan had a bad game, you could see, and you can look and see, Oh, Julio was out that game. And then you like three weeks later, Matt Ryan, bad game. Oh, Julio was out that game. You know, he he's, he's one of those quarterbacks where he really likes to have, he's had a safety blanket his entire career. Actually. Mm-hmm. It started with, I believe it started with Roddy white. And then it moved to Julio, you know, and yeah. is that right? I'm say it again. I he had Roddy so. White, then I, moved to Julio. Uh, yeah, Roddy so. was the one at the time. Uh, didn't Julio have like a 900 yard rookie season or something? It was yeah. still very impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, so he's he was having he was struggling with some transition to trust in Calvin Ridley, and Calvin Ridley was was frankly pretty darn good towards the end of the season you yep. know he was good in season to, like in the beginning too with julio there too yep um you know i i don't know what else to say other than you know julio gives matt ryan the confidence that he needs i guess i don't know maybe julio's on the sideline being like you got this man you got this you can you, do it buddy best. we believe you, in you're you. the best just throw him in the ball but not in the red zone not in the red zone i don't want to score touchdowns yeah yeah that's I, not that's oh, not man, in my that's contract so frustrating <laughs> uh no just that uh kind of like cousins i feel like he's a guy we forget about every year and just keep an eye on the offense as a whole because i, I still believe it's a good offense we just touched on the yep. receivers if they get a running back in there i can't i mean i feel like the offensive line is usually dependable that fluctuates year in and year out uh, for every team but uh keep your eye on the atlanta offense because i think you can find value in matt ryan in the later rounds every single fantasy season and yeah. this shows us that statistic exactly. Yeah. So, yep. His touchdown should go up next year. So, that too. That's a good point. Yeah. More like 30 32. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's a quarterback that's not in our list here that's not Dak that could make it make it into our top 12 <laughs> next year? Did we do that on the last show? Did I go? Did, yeah, we, did I take pretty, the yeah, low hanging yeah. fruit? That sounds it's like something funny I would do. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm going to go Tua. Um, I know you. again, you're kind of a detractor. I'm kind of a believer. If, I want to, uh, I want to see, I want to see more from him. Let's put and, it that and way. I think I, everybody would agree. That's completely fair. Even from my perspective, I'd like to see a little more too, but, um, in a, in a speculation, uh, segment of the show like this, I think he's the perfect candidate. Uh, we have a team, uh, on the up and up, uh, in, in Miami, uh, I think, mm-hmm. and that goes around to the defense and the offense and the coach and the quarterback. Uh, cause I think Fitzpatrick will probably, and probably next year is elsewhere, uh, but I don't know that for sure. Um, and I think the in and out of the lineup a little bit we saw there with Tua and Fitzpatrick, there's nothing to be too concerned about there. I think the head coach is just, uh, I don't think he cares what people think, and I think he's uh, kind of a new school coach, and I think he's going to do what he wants to do. Anyway, uh, I believe in Tua's athleticism and ability to throw uh, from a platform, and I believe in the offense and the weapons he has around him as long as the offensive line is good. Yeah. Cool. Um, I, I got to go with, uh, number one, my heart, Matthew Stafford. Uh-huh. If 
Uh, yeah, pick, he, had down, he, had, he definitely had a down year this year. A lot of it was he was, he missed Kenny Galladay for the entire season. Um, Do they have a head more coach on yet? That when, more on that whenever, if we ever get news on what happened with him this year. It, I, I don't know if he's going, I don't know if Kenny Galladay is going to be in Detroit next season. I don't know if Matt Stafford is going to be in Detroit next season. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I have a feeling he's going to be. But if he gets some, if he gets some weapons around him, get either gets Kenny G back and someone else, or they bring in a couple of, um, you know, like, like some short-term answers for Matt Stafford, he's he's good enough. He's definitely good enough to easily crack the top twelve. He just had I think, a really. I big think he's good enough to have a have a playoff run before he, you know, winds down. I would his love career. to see it. That me too, me that too. team cannot put together a defense. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That oh, defense they put together ter- a lot of so things. terrible. That defense has been so terrible for so long. They and just they've can't... always they've always mismanaged talent. Generally speaking, oh you know? yeah, of course. It's 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 kind of it's kind of embarrassing actually. But uh, no, it's a great pick. Great pick. All right, cool. Um, so our uh, next week we were actually later today we will be releasing our running backs one through twelve, and then the week after that we will do quarterbacks thirteen through twenty four. And then, and then moving on after that, well, we'll do the top 24 receivers. Um, the same with running backs is the first half of that will be one week. The second half will be the next. Mm-hmm. And we'll move on to tight ends and we'll see what Just happens one show moving for tight forward ends, like with quarterbacks, that. Yeah. Yeah. It, would, it might even be like a half a show because like, it's just, there's like two tight ends to talk about and the rest of them are hot garbage. Right, so exactly. whatever. But, but yeah. So we might throw it, like you said before, we might throw in some extra tidbits into that show but uh we'll, we'll yep. see what happens moving forward from there because uh but yeah we're having a blast recording uh can't wait to get back to streaming we're gonna do that in the regular season right maybe august yeah 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 oh and we'll throw up a couple probably during draft time maybe but anyway like what? you said we'll see what uh streams around draft um, time yeah just like but a hangout we're um we we uh if you are listening to this in podcast format we do have a Thank youtube you. video of this exact episode or any if you're listening watching us on youtube we have a podcast which we're trying to get into apple podcasts they're being stubborn about it for whatever reason they're difficult but it is on uh chris really likes podcast addict i use the google platform it is also on spotify and like all those non-apple podcast major platforms where you can pick up the podcast yeah and if you're apple guy you can just pick up the google podcast app for you know, temporarily to check us out um or or spotify it, spotify or you probably already have yeah podcast addict you know yeah yeah good point good point uh yeah i'm excited and, man all right let's uh tune in for our next show about the top 12 running backs until then stay safe everyone and remember if you don't dot your i's and cross your t's you just end up with a bunch of l's and nobody likes an l exactly goodbye everyone <laughs>